It's time to heed the call of the wild and seek the higher calling. Higher Calling is the voice of mountain and forest wildlife and is hosted by award-winning wildlife journalist and conservationist Chester Moore. Be ready for an increase in altitude and a relentless pursuit of the creatures that dwell there. Welcome to The Higher Calling. This is Chester Moore with a special broadcast. You know, what we do on this program is we discuss mountain and forest wildlife and stream fisheries. We discuss that in the context of fishing, of hunting, of photography, conservation, all of those things. So this one's going to be a little bit different. You know, there are uh, several kinds of animals that are great helps to people in wilderness areas. Of course, you know, we, we can go directly to dogs, you know, dogs being companion animals, dogs being hunting animals. Even alpacas help people pack things in the woods and mules. But the one animal that helps the people the most in the deep forest, particularly in high elevations, are horses. Many people who hunt, who fish, who love wildlife, have horses. And that's why I want to cover this very unique story. And also because I know our audience is in the great outdoors, appreciates horses, and may have a solution to this problem, or maybe someone will hear this and can find a solution to this problem. So I was shocked last night when I logged online and was just doing a little bit of research um, on another topic and happened to come across a story from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram that says five horses butchered near Texas town since May and police think someone's eating them. I mean, that'll get your attention. And as the story goes, uh, in Pearland, which is just right south of Houston itself, right in that Houston uh, area, it says that five horses have been killed right around Pearland since late May. And the way they're being killed and the way the carcasses are being found is really disturbing to the local people. These have been found in the Kirby Drive area. Um, according to a story at Fox 26, the police told the property owner that they had never seen anything like this. He said they were speechless. So as the story goes, um, uh, the, the property owner, Jason Bockel, said his son Tyler was the first to see the dead horse. He went out that morning to feed the horses, Goldie and Sugar, and found them tied to a tree. They tied the horses to a tree. The killer or killers, as the story said, picked Goldie and spared Sugar. And in this story, it says, I hit the ground immediately. She was butchered. She was murdered. Now, here is where it gets a little gruesome here. Uh, according to the story, it said Goldie had been stabbed in the chest. Not shot, but stabbed in the chest, according to police. And after she bled to death, the horse's backstrap and the front and hindquarters were removed. And it says that police believe, because of those particular cuts, that Goldie was killed for her meat. So, as a hunter... I'm always preparing my own deer meat, for example. My own, I hunt white-tailed deer. And you take the meat along the spinal area. That's called the backstrap. That's the best meat. So if someone sees the backstrap cut off and those other areas with a lot of meat, they're assuming someone's probably eating this. But this isn't a wild animal. This is a domestic animal. This isn't, you know, their animal. They're going onto someone's property and taking an animal. It's very bizarre. They stabbed the horse here. Um, it says the owner called police after noticing the animals were missing and that fencing along the property had been cut. The horses were taken about a mile away. 
Now, there's some other killings in the area as well. Two more horses have been reported slaughtered in nearby jurisdictions, according to Pearland Police, going all the way back into uh, May, May 22nd. So um, it's a very, very bizarre situation. Before I go any further, if anyone has any information on this, you can call Detective Jay Page at 281-997-4202. That's 281-997-4202 or email jpage at pearlandtexas.gov. Now, this really shocked me as an animal owner. I don't have horses, but I got lots of friends who have horses and someone who respects the horse for the work they do in bringing people. I just returned from Colorado and was seeing horses packing things into the mountains and allowing people to have access to areas that would be very, very difficult to negotiate without those horses. And so you're seeing someone come onto property in multiple places here, blatantly kill horses and then leave. Now we don't know all the information on some of the other horse deaths, and I'm gonna investigate some of that, but me being a journalist, me being a wildlife journalist, I had to dig a little further. And I thought this is very strange because it's been going on in an area since May. And what's really weird about this you know, Pearland is not out in the middle of nowhere. There's some little rural spots and things in there. You know, like if you were going to go kill a horse somewhere uh, and go eat the horse, it would be a lot easier and probably less chances of getting caught in some of these more rural places. But someone specifically is going in and targeting tame horses around houses, around areas where people have might be a small ranch. You know, a lot of the horses on range and other areas probably wouldn't walk up to you if they didn't know you. But these horses, maybe someone watched these people. Maybe someone spied and cased the area and said, these will be easy picks. It's very disturbing that someone obviously walked the horses and tied them to a tree <clears throat> and then stabbed one. But check this out. Liberty County is only about an hour from Pearland. Okay, so it's about an hour north, like I think kind of northeast of Pearland. Okay, I've been in both of these areas many times. If I drive... Um, to the Dallas-Fort Worth area from where I live. I cut across a lot of times uh, through Liberty County there to go up and hit 45, kind of get away from the Houston area. And I've done a lot of uh, talking, a lot of speaking at the Bass Pro Shops in Pearland. So I have a pretty good idea of the geography of the area. Uh, both of them have pastures, fields, woods, marshes. But of course, Liberty County has a lot less people and a lot more rural spot. But this is a very disturbing story. This is from uh, uh, an interesting thing that happened, and this went back to um, February 2018 in Liberty County. A horse named Sunshine was killed, and police officials believe it was killed with a crossbow or a bow and arrow. So this is really interesting to me because they didn't find the arrow or the bolt. A bolt is what a crossbow arrow is, a small arrow. But they believe it was killed with a crossbow or a, a, a compound bow. And its horse belonged to a five-year-old girl. Now, this was in February of 2018, two days before Christmas in December 2017. The same family had a horse shot with a high-powered rifle and killed on their property. This is very, very weird. So um, it was it's just a really bizarre, strange thing. You know, uh, I almost listened to this one and think someone's like targeting that family, you know, but right in the same area, just a few miles away on November 8th, 2017. It says a pony owned by the Brett family was shot. And um, it was shot right in that same general area and just shot and left for dead. 
And um, here's an interesting quote. It's Captain Ken DeFore, and this was on KRIV-TV uh, from the Liberty County Sheriff's Offices. It says, if it turns out to be the same person, our concern is he or she is going to be discontent with killing animals and then move on to humans. This is pretty frightening stuff. Someone, there is talk of how some serial killers will go from killing pets and stuff like this and move on to people. We don't know. But I find it interesting that just a couple of years ago, you have a pattern of horses being killed in Liberty County just an hour away, and then you have this happening down in the Paraland area just two years later. Now, it looks like there is some differences in terms of these horses down in uh, down in Pearland were killed uh, with a knife on a couple of them, and they were actually harvested. The meat was harvested for this. So this, this would probably take more than one person to do this, um, to harvest the meat and get all that meat out of there. It's, it's a very strange situation. But I looked again, February 17, 2020, a horse named Big Mac in Calhoun, Louisiana, which is four hours away from either um, Liberty County or the Pearland area, was shot in the leg, a fatal shot, probably bled to death, at a water trough. Um, and there was some rumors and things of other horses being killed in that area. What is going on out there for those of us who love our pets? What's happening? Uh, we need to obviously be careful. And uh, I'm not sure exactly what's happening here. No one seems to be. Digging a little further, I've found that there has been many, excuse me, Digging a little further, I found there have been many horse killings with very similar patterns in Central Florida. I mean, including up to recently, June the 10th, um, a story appeared online. Uh, it's with the clickorlando.com, who does a lot of uh, Florida news and things like that. And it talks about that in Marion County, Florida, a horse was found butchered and dismembered at a Summerfield horse farm according to Marion County Sheriff's Department. And um, there seems to be a real pattern. The owner said they only found bones, skin, and intestines. And in the same story, it says similar incidents have been in Marion and Sumter, Manatee, and Collier, or Collier, however they pronounce it in Florida, County. So someone is going in and they're killing horses and they're taking meat from the horses in these areas now in some of the other ports like in louisiana they've just been killing them and in dayton just killing them but there are all these things lining up where people are targeting specifically horses and something interesting to me in these florida accounts that about four of the ones i'm looking at right now all have horses basically walked away and fences cut just like in the pearland situation so what is going on out there? Obviously, in many of these, something's happening with the meat, but not all of them. Are they all connected? Is this one person? Is this a group of people? Or is it just a trend rising in the underground where there is a demand for horse meat? And I think this is an interesting point where, look, if you're paying someone to go kill a horse on someone's property to, to take the meat, that's not like going to the store and buying some beef or even going to a slaughterhouse and buying like a whole cow's worth, right? This is going to require some money and it's going to require some people who are, you know, twisted enough to go out and do this and risk their lives, risk getting shot for coming on the property 
and messing with someone's horse. So it's a very disturbing situation. And not only from the perspective of someone who loves, you know, animals and has a lot of friends who have horses and respects the horse as an animal that really helps humans and is a very beautiful animal, but also someone who spends a lot of time in the backcountry. Someone who is willing to go out and kill a horse a little girl owns two days before Christmas or, you know, walk a horse out, tie it to a tree and stab it to death in the shadow of Houston and Pearland. It is a disturbed individual. So this is a, a really interesting story. I'm going to be following a lot more in depth. We've reached out to law enforcement for information and um, keep following us here at Higher Calling. Subscribe to the podcast or go to highercalling.net and subscribe to the blog for the inspirational voice of mountain and forest wildlife conservation. And in this case, shedding light on something disturbing that all animal lovers and all people who fish, hunt, hike the backcountry, an animal we all respect, the horse, is being slaughtered. You know, there's even literally just as I'm about to quit recording this, a story just came across here, and the headline is, is there a horse serial killer operating in Texas? Really intense stuff. So we're going to cover this some more. I think this is going to be a story that's going to be quite captivating, and hopefully an answer is found quickly, and some of this can be put to a stop. Hey, folks, before we go, let me tell you about my good friends at the Houston Safari Club Foundation. This is an organization that supports hunting and conservation. They've taken hundreds of kids hunting and fishing, given out over $2 million in scholarships, and they provided over $4 million in grants to protect wildlife and habitat at home and abroad. They host great monthly events and an annual convention where you can meet other hunters and learn about all types of hunting. Don't let the name mislead you. They're not just about safaris, but definitely about all kinds of hunting, education, conservation, protecting the future of hunting. That's the Houston Safari Club Foundation. Join today. Call 713-623-8844 or go to wehuntwegive.org to learn more. Higher Calling is brought to you by Texas Fishing Game Magazine, our official sponsor. You can check the online edition out at fishgame.com and also subscribe to their e-newsletter. And if you'd like to meet a personally subscribe you to that newsletter because I actually can do that. You can email me at chester at chestermore.com. Fishgame.com is not only wildlife and fisheries in Texas, but we cover things going on nationwide. And you definitely subscribe to the newsletter. Three updates a week, killer, killer stuff put together by yours truly. Once again, Higher Calling is sponsored by Texas Fishing Game Magazine at fishgame.com. You've been listening to The Higher Calling, hosted by the wildlife journalist Chester Moore. Contact him at chester at chestermore.com. Follow him at thechestermore on Instagram and his blog at highercalling.net.